Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. China Perspective. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is the evening runway. I'm Elliot Danker. Let's take a look at some headlines out of China. We talk about what China has gained from its President Xi Jinping meeting up with his, his U.S. counterpart Joe Biden last week in San Francisco, as well as China set to mimic the Singapore housing model. I'm sure you want to know more about that. Dr. O.A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs, is on the line. Dr. O, good afternoon. Good afternoon, indeed, to all of you. All right, quite a few things to get through, Dr. O. Let's start off with the in-person meeting of the year. Chinese President Xi Jinping with his U.S. counterpart Joe Biden last week in San Francisco. How crucial was this meeting, Dr. O, and what exactly was accomplished? Well, uh, it was perhaps crucial in the sense that uh, tension between the United States and China has been quite tight with, uh, for example, the United States imposing successive and increasingly tough sanctions mm. on a lot of entities coming out of China on the one hand. And then on the other hand, China, of course, is eager to so-called rejuvenate itself And in the process, some of its actions viewed by the U.S. side has been provocative, has been too assertive, and so on. So it's essential for the two of them, of course, then to meet face-to-face, even though a few months ago they did meet, but over the, well, not internet, I guess they have uh, very secure Mm. uh, electronic channels, right? Not quite as soon. (laughs) uh, But it's different if you get to hold hands and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, there there are two parts to this, right? First is the actual meeting and then post-meeting, you start to wonder if things have gone wrong or could it go wrong? I get to the post-meeting in just a bit. So at the end of these meetings, in your opinion, Doctor, what did President presidency gain, what would you consider the meeting a success? Because it seems that Washington and Beijing are were rather satisfied at the end of that meeting. Well, to be blunt about it, there were not much that was, uh, shall we say, accomplished. Uh, for example, I think that the, the major thing that they sort of be very vocal about was this uh, collaborations in some sort of anti-narcotic efforts. Yeah. Some sort of uh, new drugs making its rounds, especially in the U.S. markets, and the two countries pledged to uh, sort of counter that. And then they would, for example, re-establish their military communication channels to avoid miscommunications and thereby miscalculations. But on top of that, nothing much uh, indeed. So, well, it's positive in the sense that they did meet, but uh, as to really the fruits of the meetings, I think it's not much. uh, Yeah, I think for a lot of observers, it's like us saying, okay, the two uncles are finally meeting, things are going to be okay, but what actually was accomplished? (laughs) And then comes the post-meeting comments, a bit of name-calling going on, President Biden calling President Xi a dictator at his solo press conference. I remember talking about this in the news, and I got surprised, I mean, on the back of that meeting, why was there a need to make such a comment? What was President Biden hoping to gain here? Well, I think one of your journalistic colleagues, I mean, not from, of course, Singapore, Mm. I think she asked a question about whether President Biden would still stand by his uh, previous labeling of President Xi as a dictator. Yeah. And, uh, well, without missing a cue, President Biden, in a sense, reaffirmed that and and to the extent that, yeah, of course, 
because he is such and such. Mm. So, of course, the Chinese side doesn't take that very kindly. Naturally. Because, well, they also label themselves as a, a sort of a democracy. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, but uh, really, these are semantics. And uh, the main point, I think, is still the relationship between the two major powers are still not uh, very cordial. Yeah. yeah, so the first thing that came to my head was, oh my gosh, so then are we back to square one as far as uh, the US-China relation is concerned? Well, not really. I mean, the two countries, especially major powers as such, would not sort of uh, go back to square one mm. over a remark such as this. It's, they will have to uh, assert their respective positions, but at the end of the day, if there are areas for collaboration, they would go ahead, but it doesn't appear that there's a lot here. But I think, you know, one thing that we can learn from all of this, Dr. O, is that the, the, the world or the business world, at least, is kind of in agreement that we really need these two superpowers to be on side for the sake of the global economy. Well, indeed, because the global economy is not doing well yeah. and we need the two most powerful ones uh, to sort of help us with a hand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Dr. O, let's talk about this one. Uh, China is set to mimic Singapore's housing model. Uh, okay, uh, could you tell us more about how they plan to do this? Well, the details are still very sketchy and, 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 and frankly speaking, I don't think it's even officially declared as such yet, but it would appear that well, number one, China is facing a very distorted housing crisis. Yes. On the one hand, you know, you have this, some of these developers not doing so well. Mm. Some of them declaring bankruptcies, other arrested and, and so on. On the other hand, a lot of people still could not afford well, affordable housing. Yeah. So that's why they need a revamp of their housing system. And Singapore, it's uh, one of the more successful models. So right. it's natural that they would like to emulate Singapore. Yeah, Yeah. so I get that, you know, if we're talking about concerns, it's obviously trying to build that national consumer confidence uh, as far as China is mm-hmm. concerned. What other obstacles remain? Uh, and, and even though all the details are not out, what other potential obstacles are there by the fact that, you know, people can't afford housing. It's a policy uh, shift, perhaps? Yeah, I mean, uh, that would, uh, in a sense, be a total revamp of the Chinese housing market and uh, model. At the moment, most of this housing uh, in China is actually private. Huh? It's mm-hmm. very strange for a communist country. And, you know, like the equivalent of HDB in China, it would be, frankly speaking, for the more hard-to-do so if you were to have a model whereby uh, the larger part of your population is staying in essentially public housing, then it's a total revamp of your yeah. whole housing model. And in the process, people may not be happy. Yeah. Okay, so what does it mean then for Singapore? Should they follow through on this? I mean, I'm wondering if uh, potential for consultations, mm-hmm. Minister Desmond Lee from well, MND is going to be well, busy. Well, knowing, <laughs> knowing China, they will have a few uh, so-called testing bats or, or okay. test bats. You know, they, will, okay. they are likely to have uh, several big cities uh, to try it out. And if it uh, works in those cities, then the models may be expanded and mm. so on. This is typically how they do things. So mm. they wouldn't, you know, like wholesale suddenly, the whole country will be rolling out models yeah. such as this. Yeah. I, I, it's just an opinion question, Dr. Oh, and it's just my last one. Any opinion on which Chinese city could be a potential so-called petri dish in that sense? 
Yeah, I think it will be second or third line cities. You wouldn't okay. see Shanghai or okay. Guangzhou or Shenzhen immediately doing this, right? Yeah, you would yeah. see cities such as those in the Henan, in the Hunan, and Shanxi provinces ah. uh, in the, test, the so-called test cities. All right, say, yeah. all right. It will be interesting to see how this uh-huh. uh, pans out. I've been speaking with Dr. O. A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Dr. O. S. Always, thank you so much for your time. Take care and have a great Tuesday evening. Well, thank you very much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A W E D I O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.